Well, my friend, it's been a great year with a ton of road trips, but we've decided to park the Wayback Machine in the garage and sit by the fire and do our Christmas special. I'm so excited. You know, Tony, you and I both work for government-funded agencies, so we don't get bonuses like, you know, private you know, sector do. So we did our own Christmas bonus this year, didn't we? We did. So for the fans, this is our Christmas bonus episode. And we're sitting here by the fire next to the tree with a nice little pile of gifts all wrapped up. And what are inside those gifts, Aaron? The gift of music, the joy of song. Yes, so we've got a bunch of little gifts here, and we're going to open them throughout the episode. And we've got some gifts for our fans, some gifts for uh, a few institutions that we like to talk about on this show regularly, and of course, (laughs) some gifts to our spouses who put up with us all the time, and gifts to each other. So, Yeah, yeah. You know what I wouldn't mind right now, though? I wouldn't mind hearing our intro music for one last time in 2021. What do you think? I would love to hear it, and, and, and let's go for it. Okay, here we go. Maps? Check. Snacks? Double check. Tunes? Check. I'm Tony Stewart. I'm Aaron Badgley. And we are cruising the rock and roll highway in our way back music machine. Are you ready, my friend? I sure am. I have the feeling this is going to be the start of a great adventure. Kind of a magical mystery tour. Somehow I knew you were going to say that. You know, Tony sitting here by the fire and, and the trees lit, I can't help but reminisce about a certain mayor who used to do fireside chats. And you do a perfect impersonation of uh, Tommy Shanks, I believe his name is. Yes. Would you like me to do my Tommy uh, Shanks right please? now? Could you please? Yes. Okay. So Tommy Shanks, the mayor of Mellonville, if you are an SCTV fan, so all SCTV fans out there, ready? Here we go. Okay. Go for it. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> doing pretty good myself. Cat scratched me the other day. <laughs> Do you remember that? Those were, I've oh, got that best. memorized. John Candy. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, we, I just had to hear that, folks, because it's brilliant. Okay, Tony, go ahead for the before. <laughs> so, Start handing out the gifts. Our first gift under the tree, actually, I know this fellow was an SCTV fan as well. So Yes, he was. And, and this still. Yes, and he probably has run into a few of these guys, I bet, because he's from that area in southern Ontario. So the tag here, it's Bernard Fraser. And let's uh, let's unwrap Bernard's gift and then see what we've got. We have a classic here. Absolute classic. Yes. So what have we got? Let's take a look at the tag. It says, for Bernard's Christmas gift this year, we've got The Little Drummer Boy and Peace on Earth by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. I don't think you can find anyone who knows more about Bowie than Bernard, don't you think? No, he's 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 our resident Bowie expert. He really, I, I bow to him, yeah. And there's a really interesting story behind this song, isn't there? It, uh, Bing had invited Bowie to come on the show, and, you know, I was reading about this, and, and Bowie arrived with his wife, and they were dressed uh, full-on makeup and everything else, and, and uh, the producers of the show had a bit of a, like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. Like, you can't go on the show like that. So 
when you actually watch the TV special, of course, Bowie's just dressed in the, the sweater and uh, doesn't look like he's wearing makeup. Of course, you'll have the TV makeup on. But he just plays the next door neighbor. And uh, Bowie also balked at having to do Little Drummer Boy. He just did not like the song. So the writers had to go and uh, they took an hour, didn't they, to write this song? Just One Peace hour, on Earth. Yeah. Peace on Earth, yeah. And then uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby rehearsed it for maybe an hour. And then they recorded it. And it's absolutely brilliant. Well, it is brilliant. And, you know, who would have thought that David Bowie and Bing Crosby could make a great duo? And I, I can remember watching it with my mother because we watched every Bing Crosby special. And um, she was okay with the Bing and Bowie thing. But when he when Bowie did Heroes later on, she was a bit taken aback. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Oh, my mother, me too. You know, so, but. so, Bernard, this is your Christmas gift from us. It's The Little Drummer Boy and Peace on Earth by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Now, we can't play the songs on our podcast, but as I said, if you go to Spotify, uh, we have a playlist for the show, and all the music we're talking about is there, and this is the ideal Christmas playlist uh, for everybody, not just our fans, but everybody. But our fans will enjoy it because your, your selection is in there. Promise. Well, that's right. Can you grab the next uh, package under there, and let's see yeah, who it is. Yeah, just reach over here, and here it is. Uh, it's for Louise Taylor. Oh, and Louise Taylor. This is a, a pretty big box. There must be two gifts in here, I think. Well, yes, I think there is. Shake it a bit. No, no, don't shake it. You might break it. Okay, let's <laughs> unwrap it. Yeah. So we've got uh, two things for Louise here. Oh, what do we got? Well, we got two songs. One is by a group called The Killers. And every year from 2006 to 2011, they would release a Christmas EP. All the money went to Red Nose Charity. And uh, this particular song she picked was Joel, the Lump of Coal, which features Jimmy Kimmel. It's <laughs> a great song. <laughs> it's fantastic. And, and the video, folks, go to YouTube and find the video. It's brilliant. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. It really is. But, but she also picked, uh, she also wanted Emerson Lake and Palmer. Uh, a song called Father Christmas, which is actually a solo record by Greg Lake. A big, big hit in 1975 in England. Made it to number two, Tony, in England. Uh, it wasn't banned, oddly enough. Um, yeah, because it's misunderstood as an anti-religious song, but it's actually totally the opposite. It is a fantastic song. and and uh, But we're gonna, we are gonna have a gift for the BBC a little later on. But uh, yeah, so that's the two for Louise. Good choices. And, and, and I love Father Christmas. I think it's... Yeah, you know, it's got this beautiful melody and the choir, and oh, it's just a stunning song. All right, so Louise, Merry Christmas, and enjoy your gift. Now, let's take a look at the next one and see what we've got here. Oh, this is a different one, Aaron. This isn't for one of our fans. This, no. uh, this says to COVID 19 and restrictions and lockdowns. Now, I'm going to unwrap this one because I'm really curious what this could possibly be. Be careful. Just be careful. Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay, I'm going to read the card here. This is an interesting one. Yeah, please do. Well, this is a double. Again, COVID-19 and restrictions, you get a double Christmas gift. We've got two versions of the Grinch. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> so, of course, we've got the classic from the TV special, but we've also got uh, an 
a really interesting version by a group called the Small Town Titans. I had never heard this version before uh, my buddy Rick, my guitarist, Rick Denis, uh, sent it to me. And what an amazing version, isn't it? I was I was going to ask you how you you came upon the version. I had never heard it. I don't even know. I, I I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not familiar with the Small Town Titans, but I love the version. Yeah. Yeah. Rick sent it to me. We were uh, hanging out talking about Christmas music and stuff, and he said, "Oh, have you heard of these guys?" And and uh, amazing version. That guy's voice is incredible, isn't it? Well, it is, and it it, it the the energy uh, is quite quite. Uh, they, they nailed it. They nailed it. But um, yeah, I I don't know who they are. I, I somehow I missed them over the time. I don't know. Yeah, I'd never they... heard of them either. But uh, enjoy, folks. This is two different versions, very contrasting. The classic, and then the one by the now, Small Town Titans. I have a trivia question. Sure. The original from the TV show was sung by a guy named Thurl Ravenscroft. Okay. What a great name. It is a great name. But he's famous for something else. Do you know what he's famous for? Well, having a great name, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he did the voice, the original voice, for Tony the Tiger. Oh, really? Yeah, listen to it again. When you listen to it again, listen to it. You can hear, great, They're great. great. <laughs> <laughs> I was thorough, I tell you. That's that's thorough. He did, and I love his name. I mean, well, perfect exactly. horror film name. Yeah. Now, I'm going to uh, pull up another package here. Uh, this is from a fan and, of course, one of my best friends. Um, oh, Rick Denis, my buddy Rick. And uh, Rick asked for, well, let's unwrap it and find out. Yeah, so, open it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, give me a second here. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> so Rick is a big fan, and he said any version, and he loves the Muppet version as well, but any version of the Bell Carol. I mean, it's called a bunch of things, isn't it? Carol of the Bells. Uh, Ringing of the Bells, yeah. Yeah, Ukrainian Bell Carol, too. I, I'm not sure. But anyway, everybody knows the, the tune I'm thinking of, right? Bum, ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum. So which version yeah. uh, did you pick for the playlist? Uh, Muppets for Rick. But I was going to put on, I mean, Rick picked the, the Muppet one because it's, it's you know, uh, actually, I'm going to put both two on. One is the, the Muppet version, but I, I for those of you who listen to radio, Trans-Siberian Orchestra kind of now own the song, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's so bombastic when they do it, right? It's like Pink Floyd entering Santa's village. But... Um, so I had to put both on for Rick, but uh, I, you know the the Muppets are I, I want, for a certain age group. The Muppets are synonymous for Christmas. They did that really great Christmas record with um, John Denver. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. And it was a classic, and and they did the Christmas Carol with uh, uh, Michael Caine. Well, there's so, so many it, great moments on that show. Oh. Fantastic! The, the humor in that show, Beaker, is great. So yeah, I, we had to we had to put in the Muppets for you, Rick. Happy uh, Happy Christmas, Rick. Yes. So enjoy. Yeah. Now here is one. Now this. Oh my gosh, this one says it's to the to the CBC. I wonder what that could be. Here, I'm going to let you unwrap this. So uh, um, it well, looks like okay. a big one too. There might be two in here. It's kind of heavy. It's it, it's it's okay. Let me just. Do this wrapping quickly. Oh my! Oh, what's well, in there? You know what's why in it's, there? It's two, two songs. Two. Wow, two great songs. Uh, one is "Baby, It's Cold Outside," and the other is "Taking Care of Christmas." Hmm. So hmm. there is a reason for this, and uh, you know, CBC was awfully quick 
to jump on that misguided bandwagon back in 2018 when everybody decided that um, Baby It's Cold Outside, which is an absolutely classic Christmas tune, should be cancelled. And, and it seems like CBC is always first of the line when it's you know time to cancel something. And of course it was completely misguided. Uh, when you look at the history of the song, I mean the history of the song, it was written by Frank Loser in 1944 it was popularized in a 1949 film called neptune's daughter but he wrote it for his wife and himself to sing together at their housewarming party and it became Mm -hmm. such a hit with party goers that anytime they went to anybody's party they were always asked to sing it and they'd usually sing it at the end of the evening but i mean it was totally an innocuous song and um totally in the spirit of the times and of course, as people like to do, they like to put, uh, you know, uh, their own stamp on it of their own sensibilities and decide that I don't like it. So nobody should listen to it, which I have a real problem with. But uh, yeah, well, I do too. So so there's my rant about that one. So CBC. Uh, and, and, and it's used beautifully. And for those of us who love the movie Elf, it's a really great scene in the film Elf. Oh, I love that scene. Uh, you know, with Jovi and... and uh, and Will Ferrell actually has not a bad voice. And um, it's a great scene. So I agree with you. So CBC, what you know, Tony, they actually recanted and they put the song back on their... So it was it was banned for a while, but then they put it back on due to public demand. So there you go. Well, they were just so quick to cancel it, you know, and, and uh, yeah. like, come on. Um, but this song has also been covered by so many people. I love the uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Jordan, Louis Jordan uh version and i also love lewis armstrong's version uh, they're so great oh fantastic i mean and 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 uh there's been some recent versions too tom jones i mean there's been some great everybody's covered it and just for the beetle connection folks that copyright is owned by mpl which is paul mccartney's uh, publishing company oh wow now the other one is taking care of christmas by Randy i love this song Bachman, which is a this great song. song and why are we gifting taking care of christmas to the cbc well, because the CBC gifted Randy Bachman with a, a pink slip. <laughs> exactly. And uh, frustrated a lot of his fans. It was one of the best shows on CBC. And you've got a guy here who is a music encyclopedia, has worked with everybody. And they decided that he just checked off all the wrong boxes, I guess, you know, in their efforts to be more diverse. And Again, I have no problems with diversity, Aaron. I think it's no, important, no. but yeah. I don't think diversity at the expense of quality is the way to go. And and some of the stuff that's on CBC these days is unlistenable. It's, you know, uh, and why on earth you would cancel a guy like Randy Bachman. But to his credit, he fought back and he let his opinion be known. And I'm so glad. Well, so for me as a music, and and we we we've talked about this, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, go over it again. But you and I both are music people. The thing about Randy Bachman was you learned stuff. He was very engaging in his show, I and mean, it's very hard to be engaging on a radio show. But and he would play stuff I had never heard, and he would bring up stories that I'd never heard. And for him to look, if he if they want to fire him because no one's listening or because of the quality of the show or whatever, but his show was great brilliant and it was one of the biggest shows on cbc yeah absolutely so that was a a big error in judgment in uh, both of our opinion 
But CBC, here's your Christmas gift. Enjoy. Baby, it's cold outside and taking care of Christmas. Oh. But we don't carry grudges. That's why we, we give them gifts. Well, that's right. So uh, the gift that keeps on giving, right? Well, and, and you know, the CBC is, is a distant cousin for a thing called the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation. We have a gift for them too, Tony. Look, I just found it under the tree. Oh, my goodness. We talk about the BBC a lot on this show and their predilection yes. for canceling songs. Um, so give that a unwrap and let's see what we've got in there. I'm going to unwrap. They have banned an awful lot of songs over time. Yes. So, which song are we picking for them today? Ah, uh, this is this is lovely for them. This is a really nice gift. This is a, a classic by Bing Crosby from 1943. I'll be home for Christmas, and and uh, there's a reason this is a gift for them, isn't there, Tony? Well, there is. Is because they decided this song was too morose i guess right it was a yeah it was written to honor soldiers overseas who just wanted to be home at christmas time and it was hugely popular but the bbc in their grinch-like uh wisdom decided that oh this is just too morose and it's not going to uh, keep the morale of the troops up and so we got to cancel it now, what's what's fascinating about this particular song, besides the fact that the BBC banned it, is that when Bing Crosby's version came out, it made number two in the UK. Even though it was banned on the BBC, people still bought the 78. It didn't make the, the top 100 singles charts in America until 2021. January 2nd, 2021, it made number 50 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts. That is so, an astounding fact. Wow. I mean, so you know what? If that song could wait 80 years to hit the charts, I guess I could wait another 40 years to do something hugely successful. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> now, you know what, Aaron? Uh, my eggnog is empty here. Um, I'm ready for a break. What about you? Do you want me to get you a refill? Yes, please. And could you get some of those shortbread cookies too, please? I'll bring those out. I love Christmas, but I have one major weakness, and that is shortbread. Oh, my goodness. These are absolutely delicious, Aaron. Well, thank you. And I, I, I used an old old Scottish recipe that we, we've used. In our, I'm not Scottish, folks, but we, my mother used an old Scottish recipe, so I use it. And it's. Uh, I have a controversial question. What's that? Should there be a cherry on top of the shortbread cookie or not? Ooh, because I've had it both ways. Exactly. Me too. I grew up with them on the top, but some people, don't, they don't like it. Is that sacrilegious to put a, is that really? <clears throat> like some people think it's sacrilege to put a cherry on top? I, I think both ways are absolutely delightful. Yeah, me too. But I, I, I just curious, I just cause curious because I grew up with the cherry on top, but um, you know. Yeah, and what about icing on shortbreads? I like them plain personally, but some people. Yeah, I don't put icing on. No, 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 no. No, I agree. No, They're much no. better plain. And no chocolate chips and shortbread. No, no, no. no. no Short, shortbread no, no. is excellent enough as it is. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's next? Let's reach under the tree and see which gift we've got next. So this is a, a beautiful gift for a good friend and a, a, a supporter of the show, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Hi, and Eileen. Picked, come on, Eileen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's going to hate that I did I was that. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Come on, I couldn't resist it. Come on, uh, this is a this is a beautiful song that that I think has grown over time uh, in terms of popularity. Which is a spaceman came traveling by 
Spanish uh, from Kristen Berg from his Spanish Train and Other Stories album from '75. Great album and great song, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What an interesting song, and you don't hear it that often. But like you say, I've heard it a little more lately. Yeah, it's 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 um it's one of those songs. It's first of all, Kristen Berg can write a beautiful melody. Um, but I, I got to tell you, Tony, I, this is this is true story. I was listening to uh, a station out of Ireland the other day, and they played it. And they said uh, that was Christy Berg, the eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought about it, but yeah, he's got some pretty serious eyebrow going on. But anyways, so that spaceman came traveling from the uh, Spanish train. So happy Christmas, Eileen. Hope you like that. But uh, it's a it's a beautiful song, and it should be played more. Now I'm going to reach under the tree here and pull up the next one. And this, uh, oh, it's for Ken Soulier. And I have to tell you, Ken uh, made us an amazing model of the Wayback Music Machine. Well, you've yes. seen it. I show, like, it's so cool. Beautiful. Like a a Beautiful. little uh, scale model of the Wayback Music Machine, complete with uh, all the lettering and the colors. What an amazing gift that was. That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Ken. I don't know if I thanked you enough, but thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm going to unwrap it here. Let's see what we've got. Oh, this is, uh, well, it's a Christmas classic, but it's a really interesting version of a Christmas classic. This is White Christmas by a group called Human Nature. Now, have you heard of Human Nature before? I have, actually, yes. They're quite They're quite good, actually. I, I quite like them. Yeah, me too. And... Uh, Human Nature, they're an Australian vocal group. They were formed in 89. They started their career as the Four Tracks, which is also a great name for a band. And they had a lot of popularity overseas, but they didn't really break through in the U.S. until 2008. But they're a vocal group and uh, incredibly talented, tight harmonies. Um, You know, I I really enjoy some of their arrangements, actually, and I love this one. So that was a great choice, Ken. Well, so many people have recorded White Christmas. Ringo Starr, one of them, and a guy named, what's his name? Bing. Bing something. And um, it's hard to kind of put a spin on a song that's so well-known and so loved. But they did it, and they did it. They made it They made it a, a very, made it their own in a, in a really weird way. But it's, I, I quite liked it. It's very nice. So great choice, Ken. Yeah, so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, here, I'll let you pick out the next one here. Ah, this is this is for Kareen, a, 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 a listener and a fan and a friend, and she picked. I got to tell you, Tony, probably my favorite Christmas carol of all time. Oh, okay. I love the melody of this song and the lyrics. I love, love, love. She picked "Oh Holy Night." Um, oh, that's a this classic. This is for you. This is for you, Kareen. Again, so many versions. There's a beautiful version by a group called the Barry McNeils on the Spotify playlist who are from uh, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Yeah, I but, was wondering which version you were going to pick for the list, but well, that's, a, that's a great version. Lucy's Lucy McNeil's voice is just stunning, and, and um, I've seen their Christmas shows several times. Every time they played Toronto, they did the Christmas concerts, and they always close with it, and it's quite stunning, brilliant, um, fantastic. So I, we pick, I thought we'd go with the whole of the Barry McNeil. And the song itself is, is quite... You know, they premiered in 1847 as an, by an opera singer. I, you can understand why when you hear it, right? So. Well, absolutely. And I've played this song so many times because it's usually a solo on Christmas Eve, right? So, Oh, that's right. You went to the church, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've probably played this song over 100 times, I would imagine, with different versions and different people. And 
I, I just love the melody that's on, and the lyrics. I just adore that. So, I always do a, a top twenty-five on um, Facebook. You know, I've been doing it for years, and, and it's no surprise that every year number one has been a version of Oh Holy Night. I also, by the way, like Bing Crosby's version. Just putting that out there because I well, like Bing. That's a spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 well, you never know. Things might change this year, but I doubt it. <laughs> now, I've got an interesting one here, Aaron. It's just addressed to all citizens of planet Earth. What what on Earth do you think that is? You know, I don't know. I, I didn't see that under the tree, but I'm curious myself. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to... Let me unwrap this here, and um, it's got a really big bow on it and everything. Wow. I, a big really, smiley face. Yeah, I'm really curious. Oh, here it is. Well, our gift to planet Earth is no Mariah Carey on this playlist. And isn't that worth celebrating? <laughs> I think anytime we don't hear All I Want for Christmas is You is a, is a, is a celebration moment. Yes. 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 So uh, to everybody <laughs> out there, our gift to you is no Mariah Carey on the playlist. And... Uh, I don't want to talk about her very long, so let's let's move on. Uh, I just you, I just want to I just want to ask you by any chance did you see when she performed in front of the Rockefeller Center a couple of years oh, ago? Oh yeah, I, I loved every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> As did I. <laughs> well, and and you know what? Okay, here here's my thing. I get that you know lip syncing is a part of the business, but don't pretend, right? Yeah. One of my favorite expressions, I, I use it all the time with the kids, you know, sometimes uh, with senior class, I'll say, like, don't piss on my leg and then try to tell me it's raining. You That's right. I mean? Yeah. And, and so I was, uh, I, I had a good chuckle uh, when that happened, actually, a few years ago. Uh, I think uh, it, there was a, a worldwide chuckle. I know I had a good laugh. And I shouldn't, and I don't normally laugh at someone's misfortune, but this one was deserved. So. Well, exactly, and I, I try not to laugh at other people's misfortune either. But uh, no, I know I, you don't. We're, we're good people, but but you know what, Tony? Sometimes you have to step back and go, "That's funny." Yeah, but, well, it's um, karma too, right? So it was great. Damn straight. Now we had Tony. Can you reach that one? I, I'm going to open it. It's a it's a little one over there. Do you see it? Yeah, I see it. Oh, here you go. Thank you very much. Uh, who's this? This is for Darren. Darren Dennehy. Oh, Darren um, is a super fan of the show, by the way. He is. He shares all the stuff. And he's also, by the way, a remarkably talented musician. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Caldari Station and, and everything. As, as with Bernard, who, with Church of Trees. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're really fortunate to be friends with uh, some very, very talented people. Well, I think you're very talented, Tony. So there you go. Oh, thank you. But you're welcome. He picked... I got he bless his heart. He picked the Joan Jett version of the Little Drummer Boy. Now I have to make a confession here. I had never heard that version until I saw his uh, request and I listened to it. And yeah, what an interesting choice that is. <laughs> I, I, I full confession. I, I I knew Bob Seger. I knew Waylon Jennings. I've known every version of this. I thought. Yeah, I knew me all too. The versions. Like, but there it was, uh, Joan Jett, and I put it in the playlist on Spotify. It's it's uh, it's great. It's a great choice, Darren. And the, the song itself, "The Little Drummer Boy," you know, is one of those songs that that isn't that old, but it's, it's become a standard. It actually, you know, was written in '41, and it was first recorded in '51 by. Are you? Do you know who first recorded it? Oh, who? The Trap Family. Oh my gosh! 
Yeah, I mean that's the that was their crowning glory. They were the first. To, now they didn't have the hit with it, of course. The hit was by the Harry Simeon Choral, but um, yeah, it was the Trap Family, the Trap Family. Just saying. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Now you know what? We've got a few more gifts under the tree here. We've got some gifts for Cynthia and Andrea. Do you we want do. to open Andrea's first and? Yeah, I'm gonna. I I I'm gonna. Then uh, well, I tell you what. I got actually two for Anthea, Anthea, <laughs> Andrea, and I know you have two for Cynthia. So we'll do back and forth, okay? Well, I think that's a great idea because you know uh, they put up with us being on the road all the time, and uh, yeah, that's a and, tall and order to to you know have us gone like that all the time. Uh, oh, and, and then Andrea has to put up with me talking about music all the time. So all right, <laughs> so let's see. What'd you pick uh, first for Andrea? Uh, well, I know that her, and we just saw her in in um, Stratford. Andrea loves, 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 loves Lorena McKennett. So I got her a gift of of uh, Lorena doing Good King Wenceslas. Tony, we saw Care um, Lorena McKennett Saturday night in Stratford at this beautiful church, the Knox Presbyterian Church. It was one of the most beautiful concerts I've ever seen. It was a Christmas show. She had Tom Jackson reading. She had someone reading the an actor reading Child's Christmas in Wales. It was you would have loved it. You would have just loved it. Well, the pictures that you sent me from the of the church is gorgeous. Oh, so beautiful, and the sound. I, I, you know, when you you play at a church, so you know the sound. It's just beautiful. Well, yeah, the church where I play at is actually used for a lot of concerts, and we've got an unbelievable unbelievable sound and video setup in there actually so yeah but so it was so good king wenceslas was a wenceslas was actually a real person he was a martyr and a saint 10th century this song was written in honor of him you know it hundreds of years ago and we're still singing the song and tony i gotta say my favorite line is therefore christian men be sure you know whether wealth or wealth or rank Possessing ye who now will bless the Lord, show yourself my blessings. Oh yeah, it's a classic it. song. I love it, and Lorena does a beautiful, beautiful version. What do you have for Cynthia? Well, I'll I'll do my first one. Let me unwrap it here. Uh, so let's pull it. Careful, careful! You almost knocked over your eggnog. Oh yep. Oh thanks. <laughs> Caught it just in time. Just in time. So. Um, this one, well, it's no secret. I've mentioned it before on the show, but uh, Cynthia is a huge Rob Thomas fan. So I chose for Cynthia Small Town Christmas by Rob Thomas, which is a fantastic song. You know, Rob Thomas, of course, everybody knows him as the former lead singer of Matchbox 20. Uh, but he is such an accomplished songwriter and he's written for so many people. I would say that his accomplishments as a songwriter eclipse his popularity as as a performer to be honest i i wasn't aware that he was such a prolific songwriter i really wasn't yeah i mean he has written for everybody of course the biggest collaboration of his of his career was with uh, carlos santana but uh yeah rob is is just an unbelievable songwriter he's one of those guys you know um he's also one of those rock stars who is keeps it on the straight and narrow pretty well so he's been married to the same woman for a long long time and they just have a very normal life um and he absolutely adores her a a good role model i think but uh, he was born in germany but uh, to military parents of course uh but eventually uh, they moved back to the states but what a guy great i love rob thomas too i think he's uh, a fantastic performer 
Well, he's one of the, uh, this is going to court controversy, but he's one of the few 90s artists that have actually continued on and established, you know what I mean? Like, Matchbox 20 may have fallen by the wayside a wee bit, but he continues to, I, I saw him perform the song several times. He performed it uh, in front of the tree lighting, and he performed live, folks. He was not lip-syncing, I'm telling you right now. It was good to see him do, it was good to see him back, and Small Town Christmas has actually done very well for him. Yeah, it's it's been a great song. So what do you have next for Andrea there? Well, you know, Andrea Andrea has a great taste in music. And the other song that she, she loves and she looks forward to hearing every Christmas is uh, Burr Alive's A Holly Jolly Christmas, which was written by Johnny Marks in 62. And it was actually first recorded by a group called the Quinto Sisters. Um, but Burr Alive's made it his own. In 64, he recorded it with, uh, you know, Owen Bradley producing. And it was actually Burr Alive's last top 10 hit. But uh, and we all know it from the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer special. Well, that's right. And I remember every Christmas this would come out on the the vinyl on the record player at home as well. I mean, this was oh the cover. You know the the the, the, the green and white cover with yeah, it's a great cover. Uh, love Burl. I love Burl Lives. Christmas or non Christmas music. But uh, so that goes out to Andrea, and she's. I, I think we've talked about this before. Andrea is Jewish, but. We've been together now for 30 years, so this is her 31st Christmas, and she's really picked up on it. I mean, I've I've had I've I've had to teach her, but she's learned, and I had to learn about Hanukkah, and I've learned, and I've learned all the Jewish holidays. But but she seems to really take to Christmas. I tell you, maybe more than me some days. <laughs> well, that's a really nice gift, and uh, Andrea, I hope you have uh, wonderful holidays. I'm looking forward. To, uh, I I should be able to. Uh, get to Toronto to see you guys uh, sometime in the next month or so. So I'm really looking forward to that. And we're and we're definitely going to see you and and because you and I are working on a kind of a top secret project, but I'll be coming up to your way definitely in the new year, January, February, right? Yeah, that, absolutely. So that's going to be a lot of yeah. fun. I look forward to seeing Cynthia as well. And I've got one more gift for Cynthia here. Another artist who she absolutely adores is a Canadian by the name of John Bryant. Now, I wasn't familiar with him at all until she kept telling me, oh, listen to this, listen to this song. Um, But John Bryant is originally from Nova Scotia, but now lives in Vancouver. And he's got a great song called One More Day of Christmas. Had you heard of him before? I'm going to, again, full disclosure, no. And I was curious how she heard about him because I, I know very little of this guy. Yeah, I'm not sure how she heard about him, but uh, I know whenever I, uh, Cynthia's a small business owner, and whenever I go into her store, I mean, that you guaranteed you're going to hear a, a John Bryant song playing. So if he ever gets out uh, our way, then for sure we'll be getting tickets to that. It's a great song. And, and Cynthia, a, a, a very, very, very Merry Christmas to you, and, uh, and I hope you have a wonderful time. Now, we've got a, a couple of gifts left, so the, the tree, we, we're almost done. But uh, here's one for you, so why don't you open that up and uh, and let's see what you've got. Well, thank you, Tony. It was unnecessary, but thank you very much. Let me just open this gift here. Ah, uh, one of my favorite next to Oh Holy Night. It's up there, number two for for sure for me. But uh, or sometimes number one, Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Uh, I love this song. Love the record. I I remember when it came out in '79 as a seven-inch single with um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reggae on the B side. Thank you, Tony. This is a uh, this is just a, the the most perfect gift for me. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Oh, well, you're very welcome. Yeah, that was right about at the time, right, when uh, Wings was about to dissolve. 
Yeah, do you like do you, you like the song, don't you? Yeah, I do actually. I mean, I know people. A lot of people have mixed feelings about the song, but I I quite enjoy the song as well. Ah, oh, thank you so much. I love it. I I I've loved it from the time it came. Out. And I guess for me, because um, I was a bit older than you when it came out, but I was still a kid, and it's just so it's such great memories for me listening to it as a kid. And he was the first. Well, Harrison put out a song called "Ding Dong Ding Dong," which is more of a New Year's song, and John had done "Happy Christmas," but this was like the first kind of dare I say happy Christmas song by a Beatles. So I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing engaged you, John. I love you, but I love this song too. Uh, Tony, Tony, yep. I have a gift for you. Oh my, I'm very curious. I want you to open this. This is this is from me to you. Oh. Oh, this is amazing. You know what? This is uh, a total nod to my Italian heritage. I've mentioned before that this is one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's more of a tongue-in-cheek song, but this is, for those who don't know it, Dominic the Christmas Donkey and this what a, this is a classic by Lou Monte from <laughs> 1960. What a great song, eh? I you know there's a station in Buffalo that plays it all the time. Every Christmas I hear it on the Star 105, but I've never hear it in, on the Canadian Toronto stations playing Christmas music. No, and it's a classic. It's got that little hook that you just get sucked in, you know, la da da da, right? And uh, <laughs> oh, the he-ha. and it was a number 3 in the UK, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was used on a morning show too on BBC, right? Yeah, yeah, they didn't ban this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about the story of toys that are made in Brooklyn that Santa takes to children. But you know, when Santa's going over Italy, he needs <laughs> Dominic's help because he can't quite get up the mountains, and Dominic is there to uh, help him up. And what a great song. Give it a listen, folks. You're going to love it. Oh, it's a great, great record. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Tony, my good friend. And. Boy, you know, we've been through a lot of trips together, and I, I just can't thank you enough. Well, you too. And uh, you know what? There's one final little gift here, and I think we're gifting this to each other. But uh, Oh, it's from Santa. Oh, yes, it is from Santa. That's exciting. So what, what is yeah. Santa giving us here? Well, you you, you open it, and, and I'll take the ribbon. I, the ribbon's off. Here, you open it. Okay, and uh, give me a sec here. It's taped really well, but oh, here we go. What elf did that? I wonder now. Oh, look at this. This is, well, you know what? This it's is... just not Christmas without this album on. This is Christmas Time is Here by Vince Guaraldi and his trio. I, I mean, absolute classic. Well, I mean, first of all, the Charlie Brown Christmas is, is a, you, how can you go through Christmas and not watch Charlie Brown or the Grinch for that matter? But Charlie Brown is, um, and we brought, we, we mentioned the Grinch earlier on, but this is such a classic. And both, I put both versions on the playlist, the instrumental and the vocal one. Oh, nice. I love nice. the instrumental one. I really do, you know? It is so great. And uh, I think probably my fav, my favorite Christmas album is this one. I just absolutely adore this. Yeah, it's a classic. It is a classic. And you know what? Santa couldn't have picked a better song for us. So thank you, Santa. Yes, thank you, Santa. Well, my friend, uh, all the gifts have been opened, but uh, it's so and nice all the by the fire. Is dr- eggnog is drank and drunk, and, and uh, there's no more shortbread. No, we sure did a good job getting through that plate of shortbreads. And uh, I think it's time for us to uh, head out. But you know what, my friend? I hope you and Andrea have a wonderful Christmas. And I hope everybody listening out there, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. We absolutely are grateful that you choose to listen to our show every week. And we hope you enjoyed a little fun on our Christmas bonus episode. And Tony, uh, 
you know you've introduced you 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 brought me into this podcast a couple, you know when you did your own and and thank you for that and you've become one of my best friends and and i can't thank you enough for all you do and i wish you all the very best merry christmas and uh you know i'm sure we've we'll talked to you before but a happy new year too and right back at you my friend you know what i would love to hear our outro music one final time for 2021 what do you think we should put your jingle bells on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to avoid copyright, though. So. <laughs> oh, copyright, copyright. Okay, yes, let's listen to it one more time. All right, here Merry we go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Music for today's episode of the Wayback Music Machine podcast was written by Rick Denis. The show notes, chart selection, and Spotify playlist were created by Aaron Badgley. And the artwork, recording, editing, and sound production was done by Tony Stewart. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to tell a friend or two. And don't forget to click follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player to get the latest episodes automatically. And we'd love it if you would leave us a review. You can also engage with the show by going on our website and leaving us a voicemail. We may even play your voicemail on an upcoming episode. Thanks for taking this road trip with us, and we'll see you next time on the Wayback Music Machine Podcast. Hey, turn the radio up. I love this song. The Wayback Music Machine Podcast is a Stewie Tunes production.